It's a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. It's a whole lot of money in this motherfucker. It's the game of love with Jessica Smith. Hey everyone, happy Friday. Yes, I am Jessica Smith. This is the game of love on Mile High Sports Radio. I am so happy to be here. And as you guys can hear and see, I am solo in the studio today. I mean, I got Danny. I got Danny, my producer. What's up, Danny? Hey, how's it going? Good to be here with you again. Another great Friday afternoon, Friday evening. Kicking off the weekend right. I love it. I am so happy. You want to know why I'm so happy? Why? Why don't you tell me? (laughs) Because Friday, Friday is the day associated with the planet Venus. Okay. And Venus is all about beauty, love, and money. Today is the day that we get paid and we get laid. (laughs) And let me tell you, I already got paid. I've been getting paid. I've had such uh, great uh, returns on my investments the last few weeks. And I know I'm feeling good about it. I'm feeling really good about it. And let me tell you guys, I made a financial decision a few months ago that I, even though I have most of my money in an account that professionals handle, because I am not responsible enough to handle this money. Okay. I get, I'm like a little kid. I get allowance. I meet with my team and they're like, here, we're going to give you this much money and we're keeping the rest from you. But I do have this, I do have this account. It's a Robinhood account that I threw some money in and I have doubled my money in the last three months. I know. Right. So, so last week, no, two weeks ago, I was sitting there and I'm like, I need some incentive to keep this going. You know, it just feels good to make money, but I would like to have something that I'm like, you know, working towards something I can get excited about. And so I'm like, okay, what would be exciting? And I'm like, there's this Gucci bag that I've had my eye on. Uh, I love my, my Valentino heels that I'm sporting this evening. And I'm like, yeah, that's not really doing it for me. And I'm like, okay, so what would do it for me? A honeymoon. Yes, I am. (laughs) I am saving up money for my honeymoon. Now, I told my girlfriends this, okay? I told my girlfriends this. And they're like, sis, you're not going to have to pay for your own honeymoon. I mean, come on. Like, You don't date the kind of guys that don't have money for a honeymoon. And I get that. I get that. Yet, the thought of saving money for my dream honeymoon, because let's, let me tell you guys, um, I'm expensive. Okay. (laughs) I am expensive. I have good taste. And, and the honeymoon that I want, I want two weeks and then like Bora Bora with a over the water bungalow, you know, like with the, the glass on the floor, you can watch the, the fish and, you know, you wake up and you see the ocean and, you know, I'm like, swim, sex, sleep, shower, eat, repeat. You know, that's what I'm going for. And I want two weeks of this, you know? And again, I get that there's a guy out there for me that would happily pay for this, but I just want to do something that would get me excited. So I'm all excited. I got my honeymoon account. So it's, it's, it's work in progress. So investing is exciting. It's a lot of fun too. I feel like over the, over the course of the pandemic, that was something a lot of people kind of 
started dipping their toe in for the first time was doing some investing on their own, whether it was cryptocurrencies or actual stocks, stuff like that. But it's always nice to have a little extra money in a side account. That's right. And, you know, my girlfriends were like, you know, giving me crap about, you know, I won't need to use this money. And I'm like, yeah, but it's fun that I can, you know, maybe, maybe this man, this, this future husband of mine, you know, he, he dishes it out. And then I could say, well, I have all this money that we could spend, you know, it could be pre, I could go get my Valentino heels, which I'm not going to wear, you know, let's be real on that trip. But at least I have money that I can, I can contribute to it. And you know what, even if it just goes to some other place, it gets me excited now. So, um, I want to say hey to everybody on Instagram. It's so good having you guys tune in. I am live. You guys can follow me on Instagram. You can come and you can come and watch me. Um, my Instagram is jessicasmith.love. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm in the studio. I'm solo. And I'm just excited to be here because I haven't been solo for a while. And if you want to be part of this show, if you guys want to come and slide into, well, you're not going to slide into my DMs, but you can comment on my Instagram, ask me questions about love, dating, mating, all that good stuff. Or if you want, you can call into the hotline. Danny, what is the hotline if somebody wants to call in and be on this show? If you want to reach us, hotline and text line, we have a text line as well. It's both going to be the same number. The Go Fast Energy Drink hotline and text line is 303-831-1340. All right, you guys, call in if you have some questions for me. Oh, Danny, let me tell you, I had a busy, busy week. I was nonstop. Can I tell you what I did this week? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Well, first of all, I expanded my business this week. I have been wanting to do something in my business. It's been spiritually calling to me, and I did it this week. Thank you. Thank you. I am so excited. So, Denver, get ready because you're going to be seeing a lot more of this space, okay? And I will be giving back to the community by offering my services because really... I have been pretty quiet this last year due to um, not just COVID, but I um, I lost my dad this last year and that was really rough on me. And let me tell you, I spent a lot of time um, in mourning and the grieving phase and um, and now I've, I'm re-emerging and expanded. So not a better time to reemerge than right now. It's uh, it's a phase a lot of people are going through. So definitely yes. a good time right before summer as well. Getting back out there. That's right. And, and it's, it's perfect timing. It's divine timing that I am coming out of my shell because everybody else, like you said, is coming out of their shell and they are ready for love. And I am showing up, showing up to help. I mean, I, <laughs> I had new clients pouring in this week. I have been so busy. Um, something I want to share that I'm so excited about and so proud of is, um, one of my partner organizations, Global Orphan Prevention, I've been, uh, I've been working with them for years. I served on their executive board. I also led a humanitarian spiritual expedition to Nepal a few years ago where we, I took clients and we went into not only Kathmandu in Nepal, but we also went into the remote villages in the Himalayas. And let me tell you guys, that was, that was a trip of a lifetime. And to give you guys an idea what it was like, it was like being in a National Geographic magazine. Um, I was one of the first foreigners to ever step foot in these villages. I mean, they were so remote. We had to drive and 
hike a lot. We we came to a place where um we had been driving for six hours and there we stop and the villagers are like, um, there's no road going up. <laughs> it was like a four hour straight up trek. So anyway, all right. So what I want to share about this is that global orphan prevention, our goal is to keep mothers and children together. And if you are not aware, there is a huge sex trafficking problem in Nepal. And so one of the things that we do is we have microfinancing programs available there um, to, to keep economic stability in place so people are not being sold or coerced into human sex trafficking. Now, here's my announcement. After six years of efforts by Katie Hilborn, the executive director, uh, the board of directors, and hundreds of volunteers in the United States and in Nepal, we have completed building a school and dormitory in a village in, it's called Gangfeti, Nepal. And you guys, it is so beautiful. I posted on my Instagram yesterday and it brings me to tears to see this big, gorgeous building that is now serving the children in these remote villages. So I want to share that. Very exciting, huh? That's awesome. Yeah. Way to give back. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to Global Orphan Prevention that highlighted me yesterday. Uh, they came into my house and did a little expose on me and um, it was called Thankful Thursday. So um, by the way, on that note, if you want to be involved with Global Orphan Prevention, you can go onto their website. There is a um, an auction going on right now that you can contribute to the um, the, um, the the school and the dormitory and come uh, September, September 18th, we are having a gala. And so you can come and you can hang out with me. I'll be in a fabulous dress. I don't know. Maybe I'll have a fabulous date on my arm. I don't know. Like fashion? Uh, so, um, yeah, that's very exciting. Uh, I was also on the Amy Edwards show this week. That was very exciting. So um, if you guys want to see that episode, uh, you can, um, it'll be live on Thursday. So next Thursday, Amy Edwards show, we had so much fun. So uh, she brought me on, we are like soul sisters, brought me on to talk about my book and um, the work that I do in the world. <laughs> And well, she asked me a question that I instantly started sweating. And next question. I was next question. I was like, you guys, I was so on during this interview. Okay. I was so on and I'm like in the flow doing my thing, like boom, 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 boom. And then she says, so Jessica, tell me about your love life. What is your relationship status? And all of a sudden I'm like, <sighs> sweat is dripping off my brow. I'm like, <sighs> so uh, we are going to take a little break and we come back. I will give you the answer to my question. <laughs> Amy Edwards asked me about my relationship status. When will we, when we come back? I'll give it to you. You never seen I testify, I don't need a subpoena. They want my soul better go to Korea. I love my dog just like I'm Peter. Gotta protect them. I made the call it, but just like I'm repping. I know we left you now. We back to I'm so shy. Yeah. It's the game of love with Jessica Smith. Hey everyone. Yes, I am Jessica Smith. This is the game of love radio show on Mile High Sports. Ah. 
What's up, Instagram? Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, I am live. If you want to go live and see me on Instagram, feel free. JessicaSmith.love. All right. I am still sweating because <laughs> during that whole commercial break, I was trying to not think about what I was getting ready to tell you. <laughs> so I was on the Amy Edwards show this past week. We pre-recorded it. It's going to be out on Thursday. Um, by the way, Amy Edwards, ooh, she is a goddess. She is a badass goddess. So you guys go follow her on Instagram. All right. So to go back to this interview, I am in the flow. I am talking about my book, 21 Days to Feeling Gorgeous, where I talk about body image and how to love ourselves and care for ourselves and really embody a, being a goddess in this world. So I am in my flow, like boom, boom, boom. Sounded so good. Hella smart over here. And then she says, Jessica, tell us about your love life. What is your relationship status? <laughs> Can we talk about anything except for that? <laughs> anything except for that. Because you guys, I mean, for like those of you on Instagram, I don't talk about my love life. There's only, I think like six people in this world that, <laughs> that, that know what is going on in my love life. I keep it on the DL. Okay. Because now let me tell you why. Okay. Because being a dating coach, you guys, I am scrutinized. Okay. Like people it, it, like it, I post a picture, you know, I tag somebody, he is all of a sudden eyes on him, you know, things are going down. And then if things don't work out, ooh, then people look at me like, Oh, she can't have, she can't hold a relationship. Why is she not married? Why da 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 da? And there's so much judgment. Um, I think it was like four years ago that my last like serious relationship and I had posted about him and when it was a beautiful story, it was a beautiful, beautiful story, how it all went down, a very fairy tale. And then it ended and I was totally fine, but my followers were not fine. <laughs> my clients were not fine because they are waiting for me to have this like fairy tale romance. Like the, the day that I post myself in a big gigantic diamond ring, people are going to die. Okay. Um, myself included. <laughs> so, um, I don't share because like this, this relationship I had, people were invested. People like people wanted to play by play and they were all excited. And when it was over, ah, like people would, I noticed followers commenting about me to other people on other people's posts, like, oh, her little fairy tale didn't work out after all. And it was all this judgment. And I'm like, from that point on, I'm like, nobody is going to know nothing. Nobody knows nothing because, you know, I, I get, and of course you guys, you know, you, my, my, my clients, my followers, you want me to be of integrity. You know, you want me to walk my walk, which I do. I do walk my walk and I am also human. Now, one of the biggest reasons why we should have dating coaches is because when we start catching feels, we go offline okay, our rational brain goes offline. Like one of my friends, he asked me one day, he's like, Jessica, tell me what love is. And I start going down this, this is what love is and la 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 la. And this beautiful description of love. And he's like, no, 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 honey, this is what it is. It's chemical 
retardation. When you start falling in love, all these hormones are flooding through your body. Your rational brain goes offline. So we don't see red flags. We don't see deal breakers. We just are like in our feelings, in our bodies, in our hearts. And we don't think clearly. All right. Now, I am human. I have emotions. I have a heart. I have chemicals coursing through my body. <laughs> and when I start catching feels, thank you, Keyshawn. When I start catching feels, I struggle too. And there's times that I turn to people. I have my besties, my, my, my best dating coach. Danny, do you want to know who my dating coach is? Yeah, who is it? It's my mom. That's a good one. It's a good one. Because yeah. she knows... She knows my heart. She knows how I operate. She knows like the deepest, darkest corners and secrets. And she also knows my tendencies too. So she'll call me out. She's like, <clears throat> tonight on this date, um, definitely don't sleep with him. Okay. <laughs> do not sleep with him. Do you hear me? I did not have sexual relations with that woman. So my mom is my dating coach and she is amazing. Um, so. I don't talk about my love life very much and I'm starting to sweat again. Uh, <laughs> so going back to the Amy Edwards show, all composed and then not sweating profusely. Um, <laughs> I'm like, it's funny that you asked because my relationship status just changed in the last 48 hours. I am single. Yes, I was not single. Um, at least I didn't think I was single. The gentleman I was seeing, well, I think he still thought I was kind of single. Um, and I think he might have thought he was single too because he was he was still on Bumble. He was still on the app that I met him on. I don't know if he was actively dating. I mean, and but in my oh, head, he's an idiot. Uh, in my head, I was already committed. And so do you guys want to hear, do you guys want to hear a little story about him and I and how um, we kind of like kind of fell apart? All right. So two Fridays ago, I'm doing this show. I'm sitting here in the captain's chair. You know, uh, I don't remember what, what guest was in, but um, I was in with the guest and afterwards, was I've been, that Dave Glazer. It was Dave Glazer. Yes. Thank you, Danny. Um, I, I was talking to Dave Glazer. After that, I go out with my girlfriends. Now, in my head, I'm in a relationship. Okay. I'm in a relationship. And I already told him I wasn't dating anybody else. And I had no interest in dating anyone else. I was not on any dating apps and I was not talking to anyone else. Okay. I, and I also told him, I'm like, listen, like my Instagram is like, my DMS are clean. Like there, like there's no funny business. There's no flirty, flirty. Like he, he was my man. Okay. He was my man. So anyway, that's the mind, uh, state of mind that I was in going into this dinner. Okay. So I sit down with my three girlfriends at one of my favorite places here in town and I text him, Hey, I'm out to dinner. He said, great. So normally I'm one of those friends that I don't, I don't text. I don't have my phone out. I'm not doing selfies and stuff. I'm, I'm present for my people when I'm with them. So, um, but in this case, he was so important to me that I kept texting him and I was texting him and I, Normally I wouldn't do that, but it was important to me that I gave him some attention, right? So I'm texting with him and 
thinking nothing of it. I, I told him when I was going home and all this good stuff, when I was home and everything. Well, come to find out some days later, he was upset with me because I didn't say I was out to dinner with my girlfriends. And so there was this doubt in his mind, uh, or no, there was like, there was, there was doubt, there was concern, there was questions going on in his mind. And here I am. Okay. You guys hold on, <sighs> or maybe I need to hold on now just to tell you guys where, where I have been. Okay. Um, I've had this, I've said this before on the show that I've been very much a playboy. Okay. Like I believe in having lovers, which I want to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about friends with benefits and lovers. So I had this very playboy lifestyle that I would just like bounce around and like do my thing. And I, you know, it, it worked for me. And then you can't keep me cooped up in here. Okay. I am a peacock. You gotta let me fly. Seriously. Let me fly. All right. So my values have changed. You, Danny, you've heard me talk about this. I talked about this last week with uh, Dr. Aaron Wilkerson about, I want security. I want love. I want contribution. And so going back to this dinner, like normal playboy, like past Jessica, play, playboy Jessica had transformed. And I'm sitting there with my girlfriends. We're at Root Down texting this guy. And all of a sudden, out of the blue, I opened my mouth and words that I have never uttered came out of my mouth. I said, I am ready for my husband. And my girlfriends were like, there was like those like spitting out, you know, their, their cocktails and everybody was like, I'm sorry, did Jessica Smith just say that she's ready for a husband? I'm like, yes. Oh my goodness gracious. Yes. So I declared that out loud. And so to go back, <laughs> to go back to this, to this, um, misunderstanding that this gentleman and I had, it, 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 it sucks so bad because here he was so concerned that I was out on a date and I'm really like talking about like getting wifed up and it was just so sad <laughs> I'm just laughing at the comments on my Instagram right now. It was so sad because we both liked each other so much, but there just wasn't that communication there between us. He didn't know that I was like all googly eyed over here, like, you know, thinking about Bora Bora, you know, and all that. And he's over there thinking that I'm potentially out with a dude. And he's fragile, very fragile. <laughs> so it was that caused some problems. And it was. Uh, again, it was just so sad because there was so much goodness between us and there was these under misunderstandings that just screwed it up. And, um, unfortunately it screwed it up to the point that, um, he, you know, didn't want to, he didn't want to hang in there. And, uh, so <clears throat> it's going to be hot girl, Colorado summer over here with Jessica Smith. <laughs> oh, so, um, yeah, it's kind of sad, um, but it is what it is. And well, there you have it, you guys. You now know, you now know the dirt. You now know the tea. Well, as they say in the song Closing Time, every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. That's right. Yep. That's right, Danny. Ooh. All right, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we are going to talk about friends with benefits versus lovers. We'll come right back. 
straight track. I think we got one. It's the game of love with Jessica Smith. Hey everyone, that's right, I'm Jessica Smith, and this is the game of love on Mile High Sports Radio. Um <laughs> I have a new crush. I have a new crush. Yes, I was just watching the Rockies game and Arizona's in town. Danny, who's my new crush? <laughs> it was uh, Peralta. Hey, Peralta. How you doing? <laughs> um, now let's 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 talk about let's talk about hot girl Colorado summer, or let's just talk about summer for y'all, okay? Um, I have an intention for the summer. Okay. As of last week, I had two different plans for my summer. I either had my, um, my, I'm a girlfriend plan that involved probably like, um, a lot of intimacy, happiness, hiking, um, you know, sex, all that good stuff. So it, um, I also had a backup plan of, um, the hot girl Colorado summer. And so for me, my intention for the summer is really about joy. It's really about having fun, reemerging. Um, I also, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna break some, I'm gonna break some hearts and crush some spirits. Um, I'm also like, my heart and my body is on lockdown this summer. Like, sorry, I'm just gonna be, you know, if you see me out at Red Rocks, like uh, vodka lemonades, having a great time, just know that we're probably not gonna hook up and we're not gonna fall in love. Sorry. Um, I'm going to be out there. Having, I'm going to go out and have a great time. Now, if you want to come up and if you want to like hang out and we can have fun and we can laugh and we can just connect and have a good time. Great. Don't ask me out <clears throat> unless you're Peralta. What's his name? David Peralta. Hey, David. <laughs> um, so what is your summer intention? What is your summer intention? That's what I want to know. Think about that, you guys. So then you can you can set that. You can tell the universe. You can tell spirit. Like this is what I want to experience this summer and make it happen. And let me tell you, I will also say, we deserve an amazing summer. We really do. You know, after the last year, I know Danny, you had a you had a great year, but everybody else who had a crappy year, we deserve a good year. We definitely do, don't we? Um, so set your intention for the summer now. Going into the summer, and I know like my Instagram people, you guys are look a lot of a lot of you guys are my um, my audiences are single and they're looking for love. Now, I want to talk about going back into the dating game and the different types of relationships. Okay, so I have four categories when it comes to um, relationships. All right, so we have. Um, friends. Okay. We have the friends category, the friend zone. Okay. Um, the friend zone, we don't sleep with our friends. Okay. We don't sleep with our friends. That's rule number one. Now, if we were not being regulated by the FCC, I would drop an F bomb and say, we don't F our friends. Okay. Just remember that when you're out now, um, we also have, um, the potential partner category. Okay. So that's, you know, you're out dating, it's casual, you know, you put them in this little box and you treat them accordingly, right? You guys are dating, right? Then you have your category that is the relationship status. This is the committed status, okay? Now, the other category that a lot of you are not aware of, but you should be, is the lover category. 
the lover category is very, very special. And the lover category, let me, let me tell you about this. A lover is someone that you get to have sex with, have intimacy with, you can have deep conversations, you can spend time with, you can go on romantic dates, you can do blah, 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 blah. But the rule with the number one rule with having a lover is your heart is not on the line. Okay. There, there are no feels here. Okay. You don't catch feels. You don't open up your heart to a lover. A lover is someone that offers you momentary companionship. Now, um, back in the day where, um, I was learning the art of having a lover, I didn't want to be in a relationship. I had put down on my new year's resolution, my vision board, it said, no boyfriends, just lovers. Okay. Now there's an art to it. And so much so that I did a whole podcast episode on it. So you can go to the game of love on Spotify, Google play, uh, Apple, and you can listen to the whole, um, art of having lovers. A lot of, a lot of my uh, followers love that one because there is a certain protocol that you have to follow in order to have a lover. Okay. You, this is, this is not a friend. Okay. So one of the things that you need to remember with having a lover is you guys don't have a friendship. You don't talk all the time. There is strict boundaries around communication. Okay. Now that doesn't mean you can't have intimacy. You know, you can be on, um, you can be on a date. You can be having dinner. You can like pillow talk. You can experience deep intimacy with someone without catching feelings. Now, for some of you, that's going to be too much. Some of you aren't a player like I am, <laughs> so you might not be able to handle it. But in that episode um, on my podcast, I do talk about the protocol that you can put in place. So if you are at a place in your, your heart, your mind, that you are not ready for a relationship, like if you really, like if you get really real with yourself and you're like, you know what? I actually wouldn't be a good partner right now because there was a time once upon a time that I was not ready to be a good partner. I didn't even want to invest. Like I was just not interested in putting the investment into someone that has changed. I am, as you heard on last week's show, I am all about contribution and I'm so excited to co-create a healthy, flourishing, loving, interdependent relationship. However, if you have a little sit down with yourself after doing some soul searching and you're like, you know what? I don't think I could do a full on relationship right now, but I have needs. I have needs. I have needs to um, spend time with someone, physical touch. Heck, I need like 50 orgasms, you know, whatever it is, there is, <laughs> there's a desire to have your needs fulfilled. And one of the avenues in which you could do that is having a lover. Now, again, um, there's a protocol that you need to put in place. Okay. There is a, there's rules on how much time you can spend with a lover too. Uh, I learned this the hard way. I had a lover and we went, Oh, by the way, and we, we, it's important when you enter into a lovership that you talk about it, you lay down the ground rules. So you say, okay, we're going to see each other this much. We're going to communicate uh, this much. And this is how we're going to operate. So it's very strategic and it can, and to some people that might be like, well, that's not sexy. It is actually really hot when you do it. Well, really it's so hot. Um, I had this one lover several years back and he was my first lover. This was the first go at it. And him and I talked about it. We were on the same page and everything was going great, except we started spending 
all of our, or all of our like off time together. So instead of doing once a week or once every month, whatever it was, all of a sudden we were talking like friends and hanging out and we caught some feels. It happens. And, um, so I, I, I even tell the story on my podcast so you can go watch it. Um, now having a lover and having a friends, let's, let's go back to the friends with benefits. And I want to talk about why I am not a believer in friends with benefits, because if you like someone enough to be a friend and you like them and you're attracted enough to want to sleep with them, why is that not a making for a potential partnership? Why are you not dating? I mean, isn't that what we want? I mean, it's, we, we often say that we want our future partner to be our best friend or to be, you know, a good friend. And we hear like, well, partnerships start with a friendship and all that. Okay. Well, a lot of times with our friends, we are not attracted to them, but sometimes the people that believe in friends with benefits, they have experienced something different, right? They have experienced a level of attraction. So my question, if you are thinking about one of your friends and having a little friends with the benefits thing. Why are you not dating this person? And there's a whole plethora of things to be explored in that because sometimes it's going to be, well, they're in a relationship or I'm in a relationship or I don't know how they feel or da, 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 da. Just go explore that first. Okay. And it's important to explore it because you don't want to screw up this friendship. You don't you and, and sex changes everything. Okay. Every single time sex changes the situation. It can make it better, right? It can make it messy and it can end a situation, right? So it's so important for you to have a little sit down with yourself and figure out why are you feeling like you want to sleep with your friend? Again, going back to my rule, I don't sleep with my friends. Uh, Danny, you were just at my house a few weeks ago. Um, for, I had a, I had a intimate dinner party with uh, chef Chris Johnson. What's up? chef. And I had a bunch of my guy friends on. I didn't have or the guys that have been on this show I had at my house for a dinner party. So a lot of the guests that you guys have seen, they were at my house. I'm friends with all these guys. Okay. I am friends with them. Yeah. It was a fun group. Delicious dinner. Great time. Thank you. We had a great time. I got wasted. Yeah. I got a little, uh, I got a little, a little <sighs> mangled as well. Ooh, it, ooh. Um, but we had a great time. The reason why I bring that up is I had a house full of guys. I have not dated, kissed, slept with any of them. And I had one of my girlfriends there who was like reveling in the testosterone of it all. And she's like, it felt so good to be around this healthy masculine. And she, she, she asked me this week, she's like, you never dated any of them? Like none of them, not like that one or that one. I'm like, no, not a thing. Never. And, you know, I'm proud of myself because for me, that's me being of integrity is that I have clear boundaries between my friends, especially my male friends. We don't sleep with our friends. So institute that new rule. Check out my podcast. It's called The Art of Having Lovers. And maybe having lovers is maybe that's going to be your your summer intuition. All right. We have to take a little break. And when we come back, Danny and I are going to play my favorite game, Best Date, Worst Day. So we'll be right back. If you didn't know you're the only thing that's 
know we finally here, right? Well, we... It's Friday then, it's Saturday, Sunday. It's the Game of Love with Jessica Smith. Hey everyone, I am Jessica Smith and this is the Game of Love. I am so happy to be here on this gorgeous Friday. You guys, I'm so thrilled. I know you are too, that we're finally having some great weather in this beautiful state of ours. Thank goodness. Um, Danny, are you ready to play my favorite game? I was born ready. That's right, you were. Do you have a story for us? Uh, yeah, I do have a story. Do you? Yeah. Best date or worst date? Which one is it? Uh, it's actually a best date. It's pretty recent, too. So Ooh, do tell. Um, this was just a couple weeks ago. It was actually the same weekend as your lovely dinner party. Oh. It was the night before. And I had uh, gone out with some friends. Then I was meeting up with this girl after at, uh, what's it called, at uh, One Up. Down on Colfax. I love love one up. Love Big one fan. up. Great date spot. Oh yeah, it's a great spot. So so smart. I taught you well, Danny. Yeah, you did. I've you I've well. learned a little something from this show. That's for <laughs> sure. That's for sure. So uh, it was yeah, it was like the first first time we'd ever really hung out, and it was a great time together, playing a bunch of games, uh, just talking about not anything real groundbreaking or earth shattering, but just kind of getting to know each other and having some fun and. I uh, had some drinks and it, we were starting to progress into the night and I was feeling some of that, some nice physical touch that Ooh. I, that it had been a while since I'd felt. So that was, that was a cherry on top for sure. Mm-hmm. And we had a great night together. We had a lot of fun, uh, got to know each other a little bit and just really nothing too serious, but uh, it was a good time. I love hearing yeah, that. Yeah. And I liked It's, it's great. One up such a great place cause it's very, very low key. Yep. Not high intensity, not no pressure or anything, but yep. you're just there having fun and kind of keeping it easy. But it was a great time. And so I'm hoping, uh, fingers crossed, that we'll get to hang out a couple more times and see where it goes. Okay. Did you ask her out again? I did. Yeah. I asked her for coffee. She said she was kind of busy. So I said, get back to me when you got some time and okay. we'll make it happen. All right. I hope it happens. I hope date number two happens. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Yes. And and I, I love again, that you went to one up. It is one of my favorite date places. It is so much fun to get like tons of quarters and just, Oh yeah. You know? And like you said, you can break the touch barrier, you know, when you're playing and there's laughing and you, you know, you can make it a competition. Yeah. Playful competition is always good. Yes. All right. I got a story for you guys. It's a worst date story. A date which will live in infamy. All right. So, um, I went on a first date with this guy and he had slid into my DMs and had asked me out. Okay. And I was a little unsure. So I broke one of my rules. One of my rules is if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And it was a maybe. Okay. And I'm like, well, I couldn't tell. And since it was all online, I'm like, might as well just see him in person and go from there and see how it plays out. So we sit down on our first date and he says, I've been watching you for a long time on social media. I've been studying you and I know what kind of man you need. (laughs) Now I am, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little scared. I'm not going to lie. And I'm also intrigued all at the same time. So it was like, there was this, I don't know how I feel right now. And so, um, we had the first date. And so he asked me on a second date. All right. So here comes the second date. 
since we had already been on one date, he wanted to be very chivalrous because he knew that I, you know, he had been watching my stuff on social media and he knew that I liked an alpha man. I wanted someone chivalrous and a gentleman. So he asked if he could come to my house and pick me up. All right. He knocks on my door. I open my door and he says, Hey, Jennifer. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> and the look on his face is like, ah, oh, crap. And he's like, I cannot believe I just called you the wrong name. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, just like, really, it rubbed me the wrong way. But I'm like, okay, just leave it alone. He's nervous. We're just going to give him a little pass. Okay. So we hop in his car. I'm sorry, his truck, his oversized truck that was dirty because he has big dogs and everything. And like, I'm all, I'm all for a big truck. Okay. I'm all for like, to me, a, a, a non-sexual sexy thing is a man that can drive. Ooh, I love that. Like if a man can handle a car, he can surely handle this. So I get in this guy's truck and he takes me to Elitch, Elitch's. Okay. And I'm really excited because it's going to be a fun date. You know, it's going to be like the one up situation, right? That we're going to be, uh, you know, on rides and it's laughing, it's fun and everything. So we get to the parking lot. His truck is too big and he doesn't know how to handle it. This man cannot park his truck. And it's to the point, it's like 10 minutes we're circling and he's pulling in and backing out. And like, meanwhile, any attraction that might've been there is slowly disintegrating. And I'm like, oh Lord, this guy. And, and I bit my tongue. I'm like, I'm not going to ask him if he needs help. Anyway, we go into Elitch Gardens. Is that Elitch, Elitch Gardens or is it just Elitch's? Uh, yeah, I think it's Elitch Gardens. Let me double check. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it's Elitch Gardens. All right. So we go in, we get in line. You know, this is pre-COVID. So we, we wait in line to ride this, this ride and we're talking and everything. And um, he's a big dude. He's, I don't want to like, I'm not going to say his name, but he's a, he's a professional fighter. Okay. He's a big dude. He had been training a lot. This is important because we get on this roller coaster and I had such a great time. Like I was on the brink of orgasm with this roller coaster and I'm having so much fun. I'm giggling. I'm like screaming. I'm having a great time. We get off the roller coaster. <laughs> we get off the roller coaster and this man goes straight for the garbage can. And I didn't realize that he was sick in, right after I get off. And so I'm like giggling and laughing and I'm like, oh my God, wasn't that so much fun? And he's just walking to the garbage can and just starts like he's leaning over the garbage can. It's not going well. Okay. So I'm like, oh shoot, I'm going to go get some napkins and some water. I'm like, oh dang, I'm really feeling for this guy. And, um, I, I, I bring him some water. He's like, thanks, Jennifer. So. I'm just like, okay, I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna step back for a second. And this man is over the garbage can going, you kill people for a living. You can't let this roller coaster keep you down. Come on, man, come on. And he is talking and like people are looking, you know, he's like a big dude. And I'm like, um, maybe we should take a little walk. And you know, like, anyway. So it's not going well at this point. Okay. And he, I feel, I really felt for him because to be, you know, to, to be nauseous and, you know, be in that state, it, it's horrible. So I really had a lot of compassion for him. And I was just like, let's walk. And finally I'm like, let's just sit down and relax. And we sit down and he's like, so 
I see on your, on your social media that you travel all the time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm gone every other week, you know, somewhere in the world. I'm like in LA and New York and la 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 and da, da, da. And he's like, I hate travel. I feel like that's kind of weird for a fighter because they have to travel a lot for to different I, venues all over the country, all over the world. You would think that he would enjoy traveling, yeah. but maybe if it's too much of a part of the job, that just doesn't make sense to me. I what know. A weirdo. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I hate it. And I'm like, okay. And so we just sit there in silence. And, you know, in my head, I'm like planning my next 18 trips and I'm all excited about it. And then I have this dude that's like, I hate traveling. And I'm like, I'm all quiet. He looks at me and I look at him. He's like, this is over, isn't it? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, do you want me to drive you home? I'm like, no. <laughs> he did drive me home in his big truck. And it was funny because right before I got out of the car, I like, I see him and he's like, I'm going to kiss her. And I'm like, no, you're not. And I'm like, <sighs> I literally jumped out of his truck and like, ran off. <laughs> so that was one of my worst dates. We didn't talk. Well, he texted me after and he was like, that went really bad, didn't it? And I'm like, yeah, but good luck. Um, he said it on the date that it was over and he had to confirm afterward that it was a bad date. Yeah. Man, you'd think he would have a shred of pride to just let it go and let it be. But I guess. Yeah. And I feel for him. And it was it, it wasn't a terrible date. It wasn't the worst date. It sure, wasn't you were having date. a great time. But <laughs> he I don't know why you would pick a. Pick Elitch Gardens, pick an amusement park if you can't handle a roller coaster. I know. Well, I felt bad for him because he was in serious training mode. And, you know, he was like he was he was exhausted. And, you know, when they're eating like 15 times a day. Yeah. And I, it was between meals. <laughs> he even sat down. He's like, I'm supposed to I was supposed to eat 30 minutes ago. Oh, and I'm like, oh, you should have brought your chicken breast and you could have snacked on it on the park bench. I don't know. Wasn't the worst date, but it. I think it's a funny story. Did you guys think it was a funny story? I thought it was a funny story. Um, Danny, how much time do we have left? We've got just about a minute or two. Oh, that's it? Unfortunately, it. yeah. It flies by every Friday. It just it's it comes so and goes does. like it's nothing. It so does. Um, so I was actually going to talk about sex. Dang it. Um, obviously not with that dude. <laughs> um, but next week, uh, actually, you know what? Next week we are going to talk about sex because I have spiritual guru and one of my best guy friends who I have not dated, kissed, nor slept with. And we are very platonic. Aaron Abke is going to be on the show. You know, Aaron, he's been in here before, um, my Instagram, you guys know him because, um, he's been on my podcast because he's so freaking smart and he, um, we vibe and he's very spiritual. And what we've been doing as of late is bringing spirituality into the bedroom. And I mean, not, you know, we're talking about it. We're not doing it, but we're talking about, um, oh, how, uh, like the implications of having sex, um, has on our spiritual health and well being. So we are going to be talking about that. I will talk about some, um, I'm going to go back to the lovership, uh, next week. We'll talk about, one of my favorite chemicals, and that is oxytocin. Oxytocin is the bonding, the love chemical. So I want to talk about that. Um, the reason why I want to talk about it next week is because we are going into mating season. And with mating season comes a lot of oxytocin. And with oxytocin comes love and the feels. So I want to talk about that so you guys can all be ready to get out into the dating world. Um, again, Aaron Abke is coming on next week. That'll be fun to talk to him. You guys will definitely want to tune in for that. Um, if you're 
not already, follow me on Instagram, jessicasmith.love. I'm on Facebook too. You get like the same things. I'm just not really active on it. So if you want to slide it into my DMs to um, become a client or to ask questions or to say hello, do it on Instagram because I'm active on there all the time. Now, listen, you have homework, you guys. You're going to set your summertime intention, okay? Because we are going to have a great, great summer, all right? Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the game of love. I am Jessica Smith. Take good care of yourself. And until next time, get out there and love each other.